this episode of Rolling with Ray, you will meet the incredible Jeff Gibson. Jeff grew up in Dallas, Texas, and went to Dallas Carter High School. He played varsity basketball for three years and also earned All-State honors his senior year. He received a basketball scholarship to Western Texas College, where he received his associate's degree in science. He went on to Dallas Baptist University, where he received his bachelor's degree in science and kinesiology. In 2006, he was diagnosed with a heart disease. In 2017, he was a heart recipient. Jeff had a 30-year career for the Dallas Parks and Recreation Department as a recreation supervisor. He still currently works part-time for the city of Irving. Jeff will describe how he overcame his adversity. It's my honor and privilege to introduce you to Jeff Gibson, the Heart of Stone. Jeff, uh, welcome to uh, Rolling with Ray, and it's glad to, I'm glad to have you on the show finally. Thank you, thank you, Mr. Serta. Glad to be here. So, Jeff, uh, can you tell me? I know that uh, you went through many physicals uh, throughout your high school and college days. Did at any at one time ever through your physicals ever get detected of anything abnormal with your heart? Not not one time, Ray. Um, all throughout my my high school, uh, nothing. College, nothing. So uh, later on in life, that's when I uh, received the news that uh, uh, my heart was uh, my heart condition was worsening. Did you ever experience any symptoms? And if they were, uh, when did you first experience something? that you knew something was wrong? Well, you know, it, it all starts with, with, with high blood pressure, cholesterol. Uh, around 2006, uh, you know, that's when I started getting high blood pressure. And uh, for many, many years, didn't take medicine. <clears throat> so it just finally caught up with me. Can you tell me when you went to the doctor in 2006 and you're sitting there and you're talking to the doctor, and the doctor's telling you the you've been diagnosed with a heart condition. Mm -hmm. How did you feel, or what, what can you can you explain to our viewers uh, how that must have felt? Well, I think it's just like for anyone that when when you go in and and you go with a medical team, uh, you know they say, listen, you got to start exercising on a regular basis. You have to start taking medicine, and uh, that's what I did. And, and still, you know, my, uh, uh, my, my heart was weakening. Can you tell me how many years the doctor gave you for your life expectancy had you not received a heart transplant? Oh, I, I mean, when I, when I went in to, to Baylor Hospital and, and uh, they told me that I needed a new heart, it had to be done immediately. I don't think I would have lasted maybe, maybe four or five months. That's amazing. And so they went ahead and put you on the transplant list. And yeah, that's what, uh, that was 2016. Fast forward from 2006 that uh, before I went to Baylor, I was at another hospital and I had received a defibrillator pacemaker. And from that point, 2017, 
that's when they said, hey, look, you need a heart. Wow, that, that must have been devastating. Devastating. And uh, especially to tell your wife, Lisa, right. and your son, Josh, how did they feel when you had told them that, well, the bad news? You, you know, the being optimistic, the, the thing was uh, is that I wanted to live, and uh, they wanted me to live. So uh, at that point, uh, they said I needed a uh, thing called an LVAD. And uh, that's a battery-assisted uh, unit that into that goes into your your, your stomach, and it and you receive you know a, a battery, and and it pumps your heart for you. And then uh, you had to wear that 24 hours a day. 24 right? hours a day. You change your battery every 16 hours, and uh, you know you can do everything. But what I wanted to do was swim because I'm a swimmer when I exercise. So. I couldn't get in the water at that time, so uh, you know. But I could still, I could still lift weights, and I could get on the treadmill. And uh, I was just waiting, you know. I, 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 I held that for nine months, and uh, that's when the heart, the heart came alive. It said, "Hey, look, you got, a, you can get a new heart." Can you describe the process and the steps are when you are on that organ donor list, and then? Uh, you get that call all of a sudden and says, Jeff, we need you at the hospital uh, as soon as possible. Well, you know, I, I have a story for that, but to, to, to get to the question you asked me about, uh, you know, once you get that phone call, you got to be ready. And uh, they prepare you. You know, you got to have a bag in the car and ready to go. And uh, my journey was a lot different from a lot of uh, transplant patients. Uh, First time they called me, uh, the docs called me back before I even got in the car and said, look, we don't like this, you know. And then the second time they called me, uh, my blood level, my INR, INS was too high, and uh, they sent me back home. So uh, fast forward to the last time they called me, the third time they called me when I got to heart, uh, my family were, they were out of town on a journey. They were uh, in Jamaica because they had called a couple of times and I said, look, you guys can go ahead and leave. And you know, I, was, I, I didn't think they were gonna call. And all of a sudden, boom, they called. So your family uh, was out on a, I believe it was excursion. an excursion. Yeah, oh yeah. They, they were on a cruise ship, my understanding. Ship. Yeah. Uh, and so they, you, they, the doctors had to do uh, surgery right away to put the new heart in well, while your entire family was out of town. They give you, you know, the window, I believe, is three hours, you know. So I'm, I'm, I'm living in Dallas, the Grand Prairie area, so I had no problem getting there. I had support, and that's another thing I like to talk about is support from your family. And uh, that, that's a big thing. I had my mom and my brother, and I had cousins that, that lived in uh, the Dallas-Fort Worth area. So that wasn't a problem. The problem was we couldn't get in contact with my wife, and finally she called because uh, my brother tried to call a couple of times and finally they got in contact with her and they said, look, once you get back home, you got a brand new man. Right, right. Yeah. Can you describe your most difficult challenges when you first got that new heart transplant? Wow. I think it's, uh, you know, just kind of getting used to a new heart, you know, and, and uh, the energy level, you know, my energy level was high and uh but 
that I think that was I didn't have any challenges because you know you stay in the hospital for about two weeks or a week and a half they want to get you out of there, you know. Uh, so uh, you know I started exercising through Baylor's uh, training program, so it, it really wasn't a challenge for me. So when they did the heart transplant, you were up within a matter of days already walking. Is that correct, or did you have to lay in bed for a week or so, or can you explain that process? Yeah, I, I, I laid in bed for about, maybe about three or four days, and then they said when they want to get you up going. And mobility is important, so, uh, you know, with the physical therapist, and uh, it took me, it took me about, a, about a week and a half, two weeks, hmm. and then I was, I was out of there. How long is the, the, the recovery, the, once you get that heart, I know you've already talked about, uh, you know, you really didn't, because uh, you've always been an athlete and you've always worked hard. Right. But how long is that recovery? Is it ongoing? I, I know you, you got to do physical activity every day. You got to exercise in order to keep that health, healthily going. Right. Well, you know, I, I was on a, uh, you know, being an athlete, I was on a, uh, a regiment of, of at least three times a week, uh, swimming and walking and, and lifting weights. Uh, but uh, I, at first, I didn't take it so I, I, I wasn't lifting all the hard weights and, and I was just taking my time. And then all of a sudden, you know, you start building up to that. But uh, it's, it's a journey, and uh, I'm still on that journey. Can you tell our audience about the importance of organ giving? Yeah, I, I, it's very important, you know, being a recipient. Uh, you know, I to sign back of that to sign the back of that license is is very important, and I, I would hope and pray that people think about doing that and 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 move forward in doing that. That's 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 unbelievable. I mean, that's that you're here alive and right. your expectancy level now. Uh, for is is many many years. Oh yeah, it gives you it gives you a, a second chance in, in life, and, and and that's what you want. Uh, a, a lot of transplant, heart transplant uh, patients, uh, they worry, you know, uh, because you're taking somebody else's organ, organ you know, uh, and a lot reach out to the uh, to the organ donors, you know. So uh, it's important. It's very important. Jeff, I know this is important to you because you're the type of person uh, that always gives back. And what would you, what do you tell others that are on that organ transplant list? Uh, that uh, What kind of advice do you give these people? Well, uh, the positive mindset is, is, is very important, you know. Uh, some get depressed, you know, they on the transplant list. I don't know, you know, it took me nine months. Uh, takes others, you know, a little bit longer, but never give up. Uh, if you're on that list, you're gonna get a phone call. Jeff, how do you measure success in life? Wow. Well, to me at this point, it's just giving back, man. Uh, I, I, I've always, you know, uh, been that type of person, but even now, you know, just going volunteering at Baylor, uh, uh, just being a, uh, a tunnel, you know, for uh, people that uh, are on that transplant list. Mm -hmm. Where do you see Jeff Gibson 10 years from now? 
doing a podcast. <laughs> no, I, uh, my son just graduated from uh, University of Houston. And, uh, you know, just to see him uh, be successful and, and uh, uh, you know, the family uh, just growing, man, and, and, and staying solid. And, uh, that's why I see Jeff Gibson. Retired. I'm, I'm right. already retired. Right, right. So uh, that's another thing that gives you a lot of time to, uh, uh, you know, I, I know one person has had a transplant and going right back to work. Wow. So, you know, the energy level is, is sky high. But, uh, you know, back to that question, I just see me being uh, a, a giver. For those, for the audience that don't know this, uh, you put in 30 years for the city of Parks and Recreation in the city of Dallas. Right as a recreation supervisor. Um, what do you tell all your colleagues out there that uh, that are watching this show that and they hadn't seen you uh, since you retired? What what advice can you tell them? I'm alive. But no, I, I just, uh, you know, all my colleagues, man, we keep in contact, uh, the people at Dallas Parks and Rec and, and uh, you know, the ones that, uh, that I've touched, they, they know that, that things are fine and it was, you know, at, at one point, you know, it's kind of scary when, they, when you find out you're sick and when other people find out that you're sick. So uh, I'm alive, so uh, call me. <laughs> well, you have done really well for yourself, Jeff, and you look amazing. You. Um, can you share one thing about, about yourself that our audience or myself don't know about you? Uh... I'm a fighter, and and um, you know, uh, getting this second chance of life, man, it's it's incredible, and and um, you know, never give up. You know that. Uh, stay positive, and I think that's one of the the things that uh, people don't realize that you have to stay positive in this world. Absolutely. Well, Jeff, uh, that's all the time that we have today. Um, are there any other questions that you have for for me or any other questions that you can think of or well yeah I, I'd like to get a, give a shout out sure go ahead uh, I know that you spoke about Carter you know so give a shout out to all the the, the Carter alumni and uh, my Dallas Baptist people uh, family wife Lisa you mentioned Joshua mm -hmm. uh, Irvin Parks and Recreation we got a new guy at the helm that took your place. Correct. Joe Correct. Moses. Absolutely. Uh, so uh, that's my shout out. Well, thank you for watching and listening to this episode of Rolling with Ray. Make sure you follow me on Instagram, on Facebook, and of course on my channel, my YouTube channel called Rolling with Ray. Make sure you to like, subscribe, and pass it forward to others. Also, if you're looking for a good, read to, uh, a good book to read, don't hesitate to pick up my book here called The Life I Didn't Expect, Facing Adversity and Winning. The book is on Amazon. Until I see you again, keep rolling with Ray.